Now Brown Cow. How now Brown? Oh, we're live. Aaron Whitlow. I'm Brandon Spivey, and welcome back to the Mark Out Movie Podcast. <laughs> and on today's ask. episode, we are going on today's episode, we're going to be reviewing uh Scream 2022. This is our second time reviewing this scream, isn't it, Brandon? Well, we did an out of theater reaction to it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but this is our first official review of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Ooh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is going to be pretty epic. Uh, so we're, we'll get right into it. Uh, Brandon, before I get into it, did you watch Creed 3? Nope. <laughs> okay. I watched uh, Operation. Hang on. I watched the new Jason Statham movie with Guy Ritchie directing. Fortune Operation. How was that? It was fun. Uh, Hugh oh. Grant steals the show once again in a Guy Ritchie film, but you know it was fun. All right. Yeah, I will do a re- what we watched. Uh, I did watch some stuff. Um, I'm still going through the Scream series, uh, by the way. And I'm still watching New Girl, so those are the main things I'm watching pretty pretty you know uh all the time uh but let's see two movies uh did i mention last week we have we have a ghost yeah okay this week i watched the strays on netflix um it was it's a movie man it's a movie is is a movie. That's all I can say about it. Strays is a movie. Which strays uh, would this be? Uh, this is the strays. It's about a woman who uh, who is a, a light skinned or biracial, a light skinned black lady who has children that are biracial with a white man, uh, and uh, but she kind of wants to be that. She like loves the whiteness and being white essentially passing for white essentially uh but uh when a past people from her past kind of show up like some black some dark-skinned black folks show up it triggers her and triggers uh something in her and it's kind of strays uh yeah uh bilfer says hey and then he says hope elvis wins Something at the Oscar Sunday. <laughs> I don't oh, know, yeah. man. I kind of hope the whale, the the whale wins. Honestly, um, everything Elvis would Aaron, probably win. Aaron, huh? everything. He said something. He didn't say best actor. He said something. <laughs> um, I would. You're like, I hope the whale wins everything. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I won't. I think everything, everywhere, all at once will win best picture. That's my. That's my prediction. Uh, if I want to, pre- and then maybe the Fablemans, then maybe Elvis. Uh, I don't think the whale will win Best Picture. I don't know if it's dominated, or maybe um, maybe the the Benches of Inner Sharon. They'll probably win something. That was really excellent. Um, but Best Actor, he could win, man. He could win. He's been out there, like, but it could very easily go to Brandon Fraser. Uh, I mean, both of them did excellent in their movies. Top Gun could also win Best Picture. 
I mean, that'd be dope. That'd be pretty is awesome. It, is it nominated for Best Picture? I, I, I want to say it is. Uh, I knew it was nominated for something. Um, I'd be kind of cool to see not uh, not to not to. Brandon still hasn't watched RRR. No, so. way through. It's all the first hour. <laughs> oh Lord, it's like three hours, Brandon. You got I know, three I know. hours. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I kind of I hope that honestly I do hope that the uh, I don't know I, I won't I won't uh, data to win. I, I don't know his name. I think he's guaranteed to win. Yeah, he's yeah. won everything so far, I believe, in his category. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the one guarantee is he's going to win, and he's going to get the Goonies back on track. Yeah, I mean, we're getting Beetlejuice too with Jenna Ortega because she's just blown up. So, um, as far as his question, uh, well, it wasn't a question; it was a statement. I hope Elvis wins. I hope Ellis wins too. I hope Ellis wins everything he's nominated for. So that's just me being biased. <laughs> but yeah. Uh anything else you want to mention before we jump into the actual uh um, topic? I finished Blossom. <laughs> uh, how does it end? I don't I never finished Blossom, so not on a high note. Uh they sell the house. Anthony, he leaves mid-season, moves away. It, I don't know. It just – I didn't like the ending. So they just sold the house. You know, it's – I hate when sitcoms sell houses to end the show. It's just it's, – it's not a finale. It's it's just you're moving away. Uh, yeah, that's block. what uh, – <laughs> we got that with the Cosbys, I think. We got that with uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I believe they sold the house. I think the Cosby sold the house. I think uh, the uh, I think Will. Uh, you know, I think the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They sold the house. Um, I think that's a ca- common common thing for those yeah. to do. Um, move, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Seinfeld moved I, to a jail cell. So <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld was probably one of my favorite show endings. Is just them in the jail and, and just talking about. Not even that they're in jail, just about anything, nothing. Uh, yeah. And so I, I thought it, so was, it was perfect. Yeah, it was a perfect <laughs> ending. It didn't matter that they're sitting in jail. They could have been in the diner, same conversation. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but all right. Um, anything else before we jump into it? Oh, Angela Bassett. Um, I want Angela Bassett uh, to, I guess, win Best Supporting for Wakanda Forever. I thought she did a phenomenal job. In in that moving, uh, I I don't know. Is she even nominated? Is she nominated for that? I, I asked that yeah. because I know yeah. somebody. I know no. Is Viola Davis the guy? Snub. Yeah. Uh, and Jamie, also Jamie, the lady Jamie from. Is nominated as well. Jamie Lee. Uh, yeah, and, and then the other lady got snub for best actress from uh Till, uh, uh Weiler. Um. She did an excellent job as uh, Emmett Till's mother. Um, but, yeah, no. And then also, Mia, Mia uh, Goff got snubbed for uh, Pearl. She should have been nominated, but Academy Awards is not going to give horror the platform that it needs. So, I mean, seriously, I mean, she did. You can't, you can 
can argue that she had the best performance this year in films. In, no matter if it's horror or not, she had the best performance. As an actress, I I think so. You? Uh, I mean, she was really good. I, I, I'm not going to say she had the best. I would say top five at least. You're going to say Margot Robbie for Babylon. She was really good was in that. She, was she supporting I mean, or was she? Uh, no, she was a lead actress in that. Uh, also, uh, your girl from uh, Playing With Fire. Not Playing With Fire. Oh, my God. Fighting With My Family. What's her name? Florence Pugh. Florence. I thought she was really good. I thought she was a top five performance. Viola Davis was probably my f- favorite performance of the year, though. I just thought she knocked – for that kind of role, I've never seen her in that kind of role. Um, I thought she knocked it out of the park. I, just, I didn't think I, – I didn't expect to really like that movie, so it blew me away personally. So I, I don't know um, who I would say is number one. It's just, I just give it top five, you know. Yeah. I would I'm be happy try to make- with whoever wins, though. I think they all deserve it. Yes, Bilfer. Anna D. Armas in Blonde, she she was amazing. Hello, Medusa. Medusa. Yeah, Medusa Love. Uh, she is a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, she is on Facebook watching. <laughs> Thank you, Medusa, for watching. Um, but yeah, that's what uh, Bilford says. But all right, we'll get into. Bilford doesn't like screen. I think. I think we we just we determined that right. Uh, I think he, if memory's correct, I think he likes the original, but he didn't. He hates the sequels. If my memory is correct, I wonder how he feels about this one, which is the, I would say it's a requel, um, but um, which I absolutely love it. Now I will tell you this: I talked to Medusa earlier. She said that she doesn't like, she doesn't like. Screams. She only she's she's in the same camp as Bilfer. She only seen the original, and uh, and she just was done after that. I don't even think she liked the original. She just was done after that. It just wasn't her cup of tea. Uh, Scream Five was awesome. Yeah, I like Scream Five. Uh, we we did that last week. We're doing um, it this week. No, no, this is Scream Five. This is Scream Five. Oh boy! But last week was Scream Four. My bad. I, I forgot that it's. I don't know numbers. We we determined this when 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 you and Dustin made fun of me liking the fake Jason. Hey, I did not make fun. <laughs> I laughed for a second. He kind of hit you with some things, and you got up. I thought y'all was gonna fight, and I thought I was going to break it up, and thankfully none of that happened. <laughs> no fighting's happened. No nobody's gonna fight over fake Jason. It's not gonna happen. But I would fight over fake Jason. Somebody making fun of fake Jason, but you know, I don't. Hey, I was, let me first throw that I didn't. I don't hate that Jason. I like. I thought for what it's worth, he was really good. Jason, you know, uh, he wasn't Jason, but I think he was really good at trying to. He was like Corey from. Uh, he he killed, He did a good job as that character, but yeah, he wasn't Jason. I was mentioned. I meant the Jason, the the zombie Jason. Essentially, that's the one I like, and uh, not fake Jason. I don't know when you in the Roman. I don't know. The original yeah. zombie. So Jason yeah. lives. Yeah, Jason lives. I love Kyle Gallner in Scream Six. Five. 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 Scream five. Oh, I can't see. 
Anyway, can't read numbers. He can't read numbers. <laughs> I, I do have a learning disability when it comes to numbers. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, so, uh, Scream Five, aka Scream Twenty Twenty Two. Yes, sir. Twenty-five years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the town of Woodsboro, California, a new killer dons the ghostface mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to res- resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. We have the new crew, which I'm going to mention them first. Well, Legacy. We're going to mention Legacy. Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. They're the Legacies. And then I guess you can count uh, uh, Deputy Judy, or Sheriff Judy now, Marley Shelton. She's not a Legacy, but she's like four. She was in four, yeah. It's four, four character. Or Deputy yeah. Judy is a uh, Courtney Cox likes to call her. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the ones that we have coming in hot, Melissa Era, uh, Sam Carpenter, uh, Jack Quaid, aka Randy and Randy and Meg Ryan's son, mm-hmm. uh, Richie Kirks. Um, we have uh, Mikey Madison is Amber Freeman, and then Gina oh, Wednesday Tega. Adam Ortega. <laughs> As Tara Carpenter, and then uh, Dylan Manette from 13 Reasons as Wes Hicks, Jasmine Sa- Savoy Brown as Minnie Mix Martin. She's also good in uh, the Yellow Jacket show, that's a great show. Um, and then uh, the dude I didn't realize this was Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son, Mason Gooding, as Chad Meeks Martin. He's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son, and and now that I uh, heard. Heard him talk. I, I kind of hear his voice sound like his, his dad's voice a little bit. Um, and it's Sonya Amar as Liv McKenzie. I'm done talking about people. Uh, no numbers. Hot take. Brandon. Yes, sir. First, first way we start the movie is with the phone ring. It's like a callback, obviously, to every screen before, but mainly this. I think it. Pays a lot, a real good homage to first screen. Mm-hmm. What were your yeah. thoughts on the first opening intro attack? Okay, my first thoughts, honestly, were okay. He's more violent than he's ever been in the whole screen franchise. He's more gruesome. The way he stomps her foot and just breaks it, I was like, "Whoa, we starting, we starting with a bang here." And I loved, I loved the fact that he, that he didn't kill her. You know, because that's. They always die in the opening scene. It's like, let's change, change it up a little bit. I like that. I thought that was a, a pretty creative uh, for them not to kill Jenna's character in the opening scene. But I thought the scene was great. I was, you just missed hearing Ghostface. And I like how he starts off the conversation like, like a normal conversation. He's not playing Ghostface just yet. He's warming up to it. I, I, I like that too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I just, it gave me good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> in a horrific I love, way. <laughs> yeah, I love how um yeah, I love how they play with technology with the doors unlocking and locking. Yeah. That's that's you know, that that scene did to me what uh, uh that scene did to me what showers the shower scene did to me. Oh no, no, that's not a good. Sign. That's not a good. I still take showers, but that scene did to me. What? 
<laughs> Thank you for sharing this, that. Hey, I'm sharing this can, Brandon. That scene did to me what uh, Final Destination 2 and Log Trucks did for me on the highway. Like, I don't get behind Log Trucks. I'm at the point, after watching that screen, that scene in Scream, uh, Scream 5, I would not be getting nothing where you can just automatically lock or unlock your doors with the phone app. Because if somebody can hack that stuff, that's why sometimes it's good to just have old-fashioned locks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, yes, sir. But yeah, uh, I thought that the killer, I thought the ghost face stalking her was so so much more menacing. He was really, this is the scariest I think Ghostface has been um, uh, since maybe, uh, well, I guess it's since, for, since forever. I think he's the scariest in this film than he was in all the other ones, in my opinion. I, I didn't... Yeah, I agree. Uh, my score is going to go down a little bit, though, and I'll explain why. But yeah, I agree. He's the most menacing, more terrifying Ghostface in the whole franchise. Well, maybe until the new one, but he's the, he's the most menacing. And I loved uh, mm. how he takes out Stu Mocker's nephew, right? Yeah. It's like the next kill. And he's, I love the guy that plays him. I don't know his name. I know he's from Smile, uh, Haunting in Connecticut, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. A couple yeah. more, but. It, it remind, that scene actually reminds me of uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer with Barry. You know, guy's in his car and uh, chasing him. Cal, Cal Gowner. Gowner, what uh, oh. was talking about. Cal Gowner. Oh, that's who, that's news. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that scene. Um, he checks the car and his ghost face is not in there. He, he appears behind him and just pokes him right in the neck. I mean, just it was vicious, yeah. man. It was just it's just vicious. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and I have a theory about which ghost face. I have a theory about every ghost face and every attack and every kill or whatever. I think, all right, so for those who don't know, Amber, we find out that Amber is a ghost face, and then we also find out that uh, uh, Richie is his name. Yeah. Uh, that he's also a ghost face. Um, but uh, I, I think that the attack on Gino Gino Ortega's character Tara, I think that was for sure Amber. Yeah. I think she just she just had uh, Richie pre-recorder and they sent her a pre-recorded video at, like it was live. Um, um, but I think that it was I think the I think it's Amber because I think Amber is more vicious. She. She literally has the spirit of a, she has a Billy Loomis type of spirit about her. You know what I'm saying? It's in the in the sense of yeah. Like, I think Billy was the more vicious of the of the of the killers, um, in the original. I think um. So yeah, I think she's very vicious. So she's very. She did that to her best friend. That's crazy. She don't care. She doesn't <laughs> care. Um, but whereas Richie, I think Richie. Doesn't want to get his hands dirty, so he's, you know, he's he's okay with like, like he just stabbed him quickly, you know, just make it quick. He didn't stab him multiple times or anything like that. Just quick little kill. I think it's probably him. That's what I think. I might be wrong. 
I know he wakes up at the hospital, but who knows? Who knows what time that happened? In between yeah. that time. Uh, either way, it was still a vicious kill. I mean, it was just quick. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, what what did you think of the new cast though? These, the new Oh, I love the new cast. I I love the new cast. Um, now, from watching from watching this, I, the first time I watched it, I wasn't familiar with anyone, and that includes Jenna Ortega. My first time ever seeing Jenna Ortega was this movie. Mine's now it. she's now she's blown up, and I'm I'm happy for her. Um, but I, I wasn't familiar with any of the new cast, but. Uh, the one that I like the most is uh, Mindy, uh, uh, Mindy Meeks Martin. Uh, that's uh, Randy's uh, niece. I like her the most. She's my favorite of the new cast members. I like Wes too. I hate I hate that Wes Wes died, but Wes needed to die because for Wes we needed that moment. Um, but <laughs> yeah, she was my my, my favorite was Mindy. Um, and then I, Sam, Sam was okay. Uh, it, she had to grow on me. It, towards the end of the movie, she grew on me. See, I don't care for the the nephew and the niece of Randy. I don't. I they, they didn't elevate the movie for me at all. Uh, the sisters elevated the movie for me. Uh, their connection, the history with Billy, that was really what made me interested in the new cast. I like Wes too though. Uh yeah, it was sad to see him go. Um for Wes. <laughs> We're Wes. Uh but um. uh, but the the person that really makes me care in this movie is Dewey. I mean, you know, for the first half of the movie, it's a different Dewey. He's lost everything. He's he's out of clutch at all. He's he's got nothing. And I loved seeing that side of him, and I was like, but I knew what was coming, you know. Is dark, just, dark Dewey. Yeah, but I knew what was coming. It's the only way to get Sydney back to Woodsboro is his death. So I mean, it still pains me though. I and I, I, I still feel this. I haven't seen the new movie, but I still feel Scream will never be the same without Dewey. I, uh, what was your thoughts on Gail Weathers in this one? I didn't hate her. So I know you have a you have a hate love relationship. I liked her in four and five, uh, but here's my problem with the legacy characters outside of Dewey. They just don't have enough screen time. You know, it's, yeah. it just well, kind of pop up. Well, I think that for this, this is literally a this movie was supposed to be meant to pass the torch to this next yeah. group of people to carry the the franchise on. Um, and I think that, oh, by the way, I did love Amber, the, the killer. I loved Amber. I thought she was, she was great. She was one of my favorite, favorite people. I thought she very much was like, uh, Stu, Stu Mocker in the sense of like really? how unhinged she was. she's very unhinged. Um, and, and, and her comedian, as far as like, you know, when they, when they, like, when the tables turned on and said, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. She says, "What are you gonna say? It was peer pressure or something like that." No, man. I'm, and she says, "She says, uh, I just wanted to fit in with a group, man, or something like that." She's like, "Whatever." Her, just like very, you know. But then, like, she's like still a sociopath, man. But 
Absolutely. Um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on Richie? I love Richie. I hate the fact that he was Ghostface. It it made sense. It was predictable, but it I hated it. I, I felt he should have been one of the survivors. Uh, I hated that Amber was one of the killers too. Truly, I would have loved for the sisters to have been the killers. Personally, you know, but it, it would have been the biggest twist. I mean, her own sister would have been hacks her, been. and they end up both being the killers. I mean. You, wouldn't have you know what I know. You know what I noticed, and you know, I think you noticed this the first time around. I noticed it this time around watching it. Is like when when the killer's taunting uh, Tara, uh, and he asked her who was the killer in the first original stab. Yeah, and then uh, she's like, uh, she said it was uh, Billy Loomis. It was Billy Loomis. She said, "Ah, uh-huh. you forgot <laughs> Stu Mocker." And so you think, oh man, they're talking an awful lot about Stu Mocker. Like, like you know, kind of like you're like, man, because it's like, and this is my, I don't know anything, no spoilers, nothing. This is my theory going into six is that uh, Stu Mocker, if he has survived, is mad because he has been forgotten as one of the ghost face. And so he, is wanting him because it, it, it's the you know he wanted he, he, that notoriety he has he didn't get that notoriety yeah. that Billy Loomis got so people think Billy Loomis is Ghostface and forgot all about that there's another person that was Ghostface and so you know, um, what's wild about that is and the real fans they always talk about Stu <laughs> you know it's it's funny because. In the movie, it's all about Billy, but in real life, it's really about Stu. We want to see Stu mm-hmm. back. Uh, like when we see Billy pop up as a hallucination, a lot of people still get confused to think he's a ghost, but he's a hallucination with Sam. Uh, it's not like the biggest reaction. It's like it's nice to see him, but everybody I feel was wanting Stu to pop up, you know? Yeah. And, of course, it didn't happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in six or not, but my theory, I told you last night, I feel he's going to pop back up in seven. It's going to be revealed as the killer who really orchestrated it the last three films. That'd be dope. Um, yeah, I think that um, – but, yeah, I think that um, this – the. They say that Billy Loomis, it always ties back to Billy Loomis and Sidney mm-hmm. Prescott. Uh, they said it all ties back. They pretty much act like Roman didn't exist other than your Dawson Creek little uh, little clip that shows up yeah. where you see the dude that played Roman um, in that clip. Yeah, um, the Halloween but, episode. I, I, I took that as more of a appreciation for Kevin Williamson than appreciation for Roman, <laughs> but I mean, maybe that's just the Dawson Creek fan in me and the Kevin Williamson fan. Uh, yeah, it, at least they, it seems like they just I guess if you think about it, you feel like they, they just you know how Halloween 2018 acted like Laurie and Michael were not siblings? You think yeah. that they just rewrote that out as far as like that 
Uh, do they treat it? Do you feel like they treat it as if three never happened? I think they treat it like it happened, but it's like the I don't know. It's just it's like the less popular one, so it's yeah. it's just not talk about it. It happened, but let's not talk it, about it. Yeah, it happened because we have obviously uh, Sydney end up marrying Kincaid. Yeah, uh, the detective. And also, we established that uh, Randy's sister is uh, the same actress that popped up in three. Yeah. Uh, so she's the mother of the of the twins. Um, so it happened in that sense, but I think that there is like not talked about. Like yeah. they don't talk about because they said Billy and Billy and Stu was the masterminds, right? So they at all it's like roman doesn't exist but he exists in in the tv world in dawson's creek (laughs) but but kevin williamson uh you mentioned him he has a cameo and a voice cameo in this film what you think about finding out that drew barrymore did the voice cameo for the principal over, over the intercom uh i mean yeah you told me about it i still didn't pick up on it but I, I knew she was in something. Like I didn't know what, but I knew she voiced something. I didn't know it was the principal, but I, I think that's just the love and respect these actors have for Wes Craven. You know, the admiration they have for him. He, he was beloved pretty much by everybody he worked with. So mm-hmm. uh, I, it's a respect thing, and I love that. And you know, I, I, I in, in some ways I would hope she would return. Maybe it's a different character. Obviously, she can't play Casey, but I don't know. It shows me she she has love for the franchise as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, also as we talk talking about people that does voice voice stuff. So Stu Marker himself, aka Matthew Lillard, does voice the flamethrower possessing Ghostface. He does yeah. the voice saying, uh, you know. This is this is lit or something like that, <laughs> but that's that's actually Matthew Lillard. Uh, then you have uh, Jason uh, uh, or Jamie Kennedy uh, voicing the time out. Some some dude's um, dad is kicking this all out or something. That's him. And then also everybody essentially said for Wes collectively, yeah. um, including uh, your boy Kevin Williamson and Ryan Johnson. Who uh who was poked fun of because and I and I want to say this about Ryan Johnson and if Star Wars fans may hate me, I didn't hate that Star Wars film by the way that Ryan Johnson did. I didn't hate it, um, but um, I give him props. He was supposed to actually do a actual cameo doing a panel talking about uh the screen film that they hated. They hated about they did, you know, Scream 8, I guess, um, or whichever one, a uh, stab eight. I'm sorry, stab eight. Um, he was going to be like a meta, it's going to be a meta joke on the whole Star Wars franchise, yeah. Uh, but he couldn't do it because he got busy with Glass Onion, so you know, so that's what happened. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, but I, I want to take my hat off to my fictitious hat to Ryan Johnson for 
poker foot. Ron Johnson, I, I like Ron Johnson. I think he's an excellent film filmmaker and writer. And so um, I, I'm glad that he can poke fun. And I'm glad that this series showed him love. Obviously, Ron Johnson works with the studio because he did Ready or Not, which is a, a great movie. So, What do you mean he did Ready or Not? Ready or Not. So, so he, I think Ron Johnson either directed or wrote. No, he didn't direct Ready it. Not. The he, same directors. He, he wrote it. The same directors that directed Ready or Not directed Scream. Yeah, well, Ryan Johnson wrote Ready or Not. Okay. I, I have no I'm idea. about to check it. <laughs> I'm about to check it. Still uh, check it. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's wrong. Hold up. I thought he did something with Ready or Not because that's what their connection was to Ryan Johnson. The Ron Johnson did something. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But I like Ready or Not, though. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. It's going off I, the rest. Oh, man. Uh, so where were we? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we, what did you think uh, what, of Richie? You asked me about Richie. What, what did you think of him? Oh, um, Immediately, I think of the boys because when I see him, I immediately think of uh, him being in the boys. Uh, but and I love him from the boys, so it was easy for me to love him in this. Um, but him being uh, at some point, yeah, I guess it's obvious. Going back and watching, I did see that there was kind of a look between him and uh, and that girl. The Amber, they, they kind of had a look between themselves. They paid attention to Scream because Matthew and Skeet kind of looked at each other. If you weren't paying attention, you yeah. would uh, you would miss it. But yeah, I, I love Richie though. I, I hated that he was one of the killers. Um, he was just such a good, fun character. You know, he acted like he didn't know much about the Stab movies. You know, and he's a massive toxic fan <laughs> you know mm -hmm. i i just i i didn't like the reveal at all once we get there um either one i just i didn't like it in theaters it was my only letdown in theaters was the reveal of those two being the killers i just but in, in the theater reaction it was i was so sure it was going to be Stu. <laughs> i was just like it's coming he's upset at billy he had a daughter, you know, he's, he's finding anything personal, you know, to go after Billy. And I just thought it would have yeah. been an awesome way to bring him back. And, you know, but it didn't happen. And we had, we got what we got, but I, I didn't like Nev Campbell. In this. Yeah. Before, before we get to Nev and that, because uh, this is going to get us there. Let's talk about, uh, sequence involving Wes and uh, Sheriff Judy and Ghostface. Uh, um, Ghostface brutally murders Judy. Brutally murders her, stabs her several times over and over again, like over and over again. It's crazy. It? But then, um, and then also Wes dies. Uh, that leads us to. Um, what were your thoughts on 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 that 
little sequence there first. Uh, kind of. Sh- I wasn't shocked that Wes ended up dying. I was expecting that, but I was kind of shocked that Sheriff Judy died so quickly. <laughs> you know, and I was like, huh. And that's when you, I, to me, is when I knew that okay, these legacy characters are in trouble. They killing her right off, and then you know we get Dewey later. But I, I was a little surprised they killed Judy so quickly. I thought she would at least make it to the third act, uh, but it was brutal. Um, I still question if her son, if Wes is Dewey's. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I got to. I got to question it. I mean, there's no mention of a father. Where's he at? You know, and then, I don't know. It just, it was a brutal death and it shocked me. So, um, I yeah, know. I thought that that, you know, for sure that Wes was going to at least live. But um, but when when he dies, you know, obviously he's like, oh, you don't. At, at that point, I'm like, oh, so it, all bets are off as far as like who. Like who's going to live, but it leads us to Dewey and um, Gail reunion. Uh, uh, Short lived. That's the only time they shared the the screen together is once. Um, But and then uh, West, not West, but Dewey and Nev didn't share the screen. Sydney, they didn't share it at all. Not physically. Um, Not physically. Um, But I wanted to lead to this. I felt like Dewey's death was the series saying to actual David Arquette, thank you for all you've done for the series, essentially. Yeah. And uh and and because you know when he killed him, when they killed him, it says this is this is an honor or something like that. Like yeah. like I felt like that was more towards him and not so much towards or to Dewey to Dewey and, and to David Arquette because he's because he yeah. he's the heart he's been the heart of this franchise yeah I've always said that Sydney gets called the final girl and the star of the franchise but David Arquette is the heart of the franchise um he's the heartbeat and it, I swear this is the truth I have never cried watching a horror film in my life. <laughs> I bawled when Dewey dies. You know, oh, last night? You Not last night, but first time I watched it, the second time I watched it, I just bawled. It just, I never felt emotion like that watching a slasher movie because you're there for the kills. But when you, that shows the impact he made. You know, mm. if it would have been Gail. Wouldn't have felt a thing if it would have been Sydney. I would have felt a, something, but not like Dewey. To me, Dewey's. To me, Dewey is scream. You know, with without mm-hmm. him, it'll never be the same. Um, so it, it broke my heart when he died, but I understood it's the it's the only way. Realistically, you're going to get Sydney back in Woodsboro. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point of it. So his his death served a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, I thought that he was also hey, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there. It's Gail's fault that Dewey died. It is. <laughs> it is. 
Yeah. I remember saying that. I remember saying that. Oh, it, why did she have to call him right then? <laughs> mm. <sighs> yeah. Distracting him. Ah, yeah. oh, man. It, it, it upset me. And I was hoping she was going to die after that moment. <laughs> you you was all about her death. Yeah, I was like, but it didn't happen. But she did get shot. Yeah. So. Yeah, she did get shot. She always gets shot in the same spot, too, no less. She had, like, multiple wounds right there. But, yeah, no, uh, when when Dewey when Dewey died, though, it's just like, I I wish that, I know that Gail made a big deal of it, and, uh, and Sydney made a deal of it. I think that the new character should have made a bigger deal. I felt like, um, what's her name? Uh, the uh, Sam. I think yeah. Sam was she's sorry, but she that, that he died. But I don't think that she it had, she didn't have that much much of an emotional connection like Sydney well, or Gail. No, I mean she wouldn't. She just met him, but I think her focus was her and her sister at that point in time. You know, mm-hmm. she's sorry that he's dead, but you know, I gotta get out of here. You know, I understood it, but yeah, I mean. She didn't have the same reaction as the fans had, or Sydney or Gail. Yeah, but but, but Nev, uh, Sydney pops up, and uh, and she's ready to to start killing. But it's not Sydney's movie, and I understand that. You know, it's not about Sydney. No, it's literally nothing. It's not even if, if Sydney hadn't showed up. It's not about her at all. That would just have been a cool bonus if they killed yeah. Sydney. Like even in the last film, uh, four, the whole thing was Sydney, still about Sydney. Uh, yeah. But this one is about Sam. Um, but I thought that, and even that, like I could have very easily seen Tara becoming the final girl because she, she, I think she has a little bit more to offer. To Sam, in my opinion, uh, Jenna Ortega. I think yeah. this she's such a big star. I don't. I, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen the movie, so any trailer, or anything going towards this new one. But I would hope that they wouldn't kill her off. I think that she's. You got you got gold in having such a big name, and she's clearly the biggest name that they have in the series going forward, right now. Yeah, in my opinion, I think you you'll be a fool to let her go. Now, you know what I'm saying. You... Yeah, yeah, I, I get you. I mean, she is. She's the biggest star. She blew up right after Scream. She got Wednesday. She got Etz. I mean, she's she did some other horror film too. So now she's doing Scream Six, and she's about to do Beetlejuice too. I mean, she's huge. There's no other word to say. I mean, she's she's it. She's your scream queen right now with along with Mia Goth. I mean, you know, it's, mm-hmm. I think those are the two biggest uh, stars and females in horror films today. But um, I wouldn't argue with that. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know if, if they killed her off or not. I, I only thing I heard was she gave a good performance. That's all I know about her. That's, so. all, that's all I need to know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that 
Now the reveal of now it's funny. The girl that Amber, uh, they burn her up in this one. Uh, and I didn't realize she's the same lady that was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's one of the cult members. Uh, with uh, yeah, yeah got, she is. She's the one that got that got burned with the flamethrower in the swimming pool. The same lady. So her <laughs> guess she got burnt up in both of those films. Um, which I didn't even realize that that was the same same lady. Um, but she's really good at playing like a menacing type of character. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if she's gonna what work she's gonna do in the future. But man, I think that she. Man, uh, let's see. Yeah, I. It, as far as I can see, man, she's not. She's she she ain't doing anything, bro. So, <laughs> uh, I, and that's it's sad, man. I, I hope that she gets work because I thought she did an excellent job in this in this movie. In my opinion, yeah. I liked her. What about yeah. you? I mean, I don't know. I I didn't really care for the Amber character, but I thought she did good. Dying, <laughs> I thought she did good dying, but I, I didn't really care for the character. Uh, she just but playing a psychopath, sociopath I thought she did good there towards the end, she had a few moments but uh, overall I didn't really care for the character but I don't know um, I mean, I thought she did pretty good in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood though, I thought mm-hmm. that she gave a better performance there well, What's your thoughts on uh, Billy Loomis popping up in the movie? Uh, I, I, it, was, it, was, it was cool it's about all I could say. Uh, it, I, I'm, I'm on record saying I would rather have Stu, but it was cool. It was it was cool to see Skeet reprise this, in um, you know as a hallucination. Um, I, I don't know though. I, it's it's got a mixed reaction for the fans though. You know, I don't mind it at all. Uh, uh, but. I would, I do want to say, like, I loved that um, idea of her singing uh, an, an, an image of her, and that just shows you the her mindset, her mindset. Yeah. Where she always has this silent, it's like a Dexter type of thing where Dexter sees his father. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen Dexter. It's not a spoiler, but Dexter sees his no. father. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that it's just a really cool thing. Uh, I suggest you watch Dexter if you hadn't. It's a great show. Um, but um, I really um, I loved when Sam uh, says, there's a new rule. And then like he said, what is it? And he's like, you don't you know, F with the daughter of a serial killer. And then like she stabs him in the, in the mouth. In the jaw. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and then like Like the town, like twenty wounds, like she meant she she meant every single bit of that. I oh, love yeah. that. I love that her character leaned into the the you know this is this is my bloodline, and uh and that's why I want going forward with that character. I want her to be, I want her to be just as like you're not really safe because Sydney Prescott, anybody versus Sydney Prescott. 
Sydney is no longer after the first one. Sydney was not a victim. She's like, I'm not going to be a victim. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm fighting. And so, if somebody that's going to be the new Sydney, essentially, has to be a fighter. And yeah, that's absolutely. what I think. Yeah, yeah. I thought Sam was a, a really good fighter. Uh, delusional, uh, <laughs> but a really good fighter. Uh, she got some mental problems. Uh, but, but I liked her. I mean, I, I was a big fan of Sam from the get go. I was like, but I also knew her from In the Heights. So, um, so like I like the, the the musical. Yeah, she plays Vanessa in that. Oh, you didn't know that? She's, no, I don't know. I, I I've seen that movie like all at once. Well, I've only seen it once, <laughs> but I don't remember it. It's different. Exactly. That's that, that. That would be the difference. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the Heights. Uh, yeah, she's she's an actress, I guess. Yeah, go for it, girl. She's anyway. an actress, you guess. Way to insult she's her. Good no, nah, way, she's, no, a, she's an actress. I gotta watch that movie. Anyway, do little cheekbones of De Niro. Yeah, she's an actress. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, any conclusions you have before we get into uh, to our uh, our numbers, uh, 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 marks? I will say this though: after the movie ends, after they kill him, and you know it cuts to Ghostface, mm-hmm. I thought that was leading to something like a possible end credit scene, <laughs> but it didn't. Uh, but I, I liked it a little. I liked it because it had never done anything <laughs> like that before. I think they all do that. They all have like really? their little, yeah. They all have their little jump scare at the very end, except for uh, three, because they literally just close, like, like leave the door open. But they, I don't see, I don't think she any type of ghost face. Um, but I think that there was a common thing that they do with the little jump scare. Um, but I liked it, man. Uh, I'm gonna go. I go. I go ahead and give you my marks. I know. It's, it's going to be. Uh, should I give you first because yours is going to be the mine. Okay, okay, okay. I'm giving it a four point five out of five on the markout meter. I just did. I didn't That's like the. Bad. I thought it kind of went off the rails a little bit at the end. So that's the reason I can kind of uh, cut it. A look, bit. Let me. Let me say this about the end. I feel like the end displays um <clears throat> I think the end displays the fact that uh Amber and Richie literally really then the idea of being killers and doing this they really just was sloppy and didn't know what they was doing. There are no Stu, there no Stu and Billy Loomis. Yeah. Um and, and I say the killers that had Headed together the most so far would probably been Mrs. Loomis and Mickey. I think they headed together the most. Uh, oh no, no, no! I would say no, no. I I, I take that back. I would say that um, um, Sydney's cousin from the last film. Yeah, and uh, that's, and that kid. I that's think that I they headed go. together. Cause she she had a real end game and she almost seen it through had not Sydney lived. <laughs> That's the only reason 
that she did yeah. didn't happen for her. Um, but yeah, I, those. I mean, Billy and Sue's my favorite, but uh, the best game plan, planning it all out. I think it goes to Scream Four, which is still my. It's my favorite sequel, honestly. Uh, I didn't think I would mm-hmm. think that rewatching these because I was expecting this to be my favorite, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I still like every sequel. Third one's it's it's okay, <laughs> but <laughs> overall, Ooh. I mean, I really so let's don't. go there. Let's go there. I'm gonna go there with you. I'm gonna go there with you. Oh, by okay. the way, my numbers I give it five, five mark outs out of five. Excellent film. I really enjoyed it. I didn't have anything wrong with it. I loved it again. Um, and I love the feels. I love it's just the, a great way of continuing the story. But this is what I'm going to say I'm going to go the original, I'm going to go this one, then I'm going to go four, then I'm going to go two, and then the last place will be three. Mm. That's my that's my numbers. It's, it's my it's my uh, rating, ranking. Okay. My rating would be ranking would be the original would be number one, screen four would be number two, screen two would be three. This one would be four. Hey, I gave screen, screen two, screen four, five stars. Gotta go away, gotta go. And I would give uh, screen three fifth. Yeah, you chose this, oh, you chose screen two. Oh, yeah, I think it think this it's a better. Thing had a better film, yeah. I gave it five stars. I don't agree with you, sir. Well, I know you did, Brandon. <laughs> so you you respected me to put Scream twenty twenty two, which I gave four point five stars over a film mm-hmm. I gave five stars. <laughs> I can't do so that. Scream, I'd, be, I'd be hypocritical of me. Would you give Scream three? Would you Would you give Scream three? Three. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think there's that's fine. four. I understand. There's four excellent screen films, and there's one okay one. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that the third one is not even, like, if you skipped over that, I don't think you lose anything. I don't don't think you lose anything. Well, if you skipped over it, you still have cotton. (laughs) If you skip over, we still have cotton. Yeah. We should skip over it, because I'd rather have cotton. But, uh, uh, but all right, uh, that's what we have for this week. Uh, Brandon, what do we want the people to do, sir? We want you to like, share, and subscribe to the Mark Out Movie Podcast channel. Yeah, and uh, and also I'm going to check and see if there's any more comments on Facebook. There isn't. Thank you for listening, tuning in, and watching. Um, next week, the plan it is to do scream six. Yes. That's the plan. Uh, but if, uh, you know, but we're going to play everything by ear um, and uh, keep you posted on our, on our Facebook channel. Brandon, thank you for your time and being here with me today. I appreciate You're it. Welcome. Um, I love you, man. I ain't afraid to say that. I love it. A grown man say he loves another grown man. I love you too. What you got? <laughs> Ain't nothing you can do about it, sir. I'm gonna love you. But uh, and that's what the world should have: more love. More know. love, absolutely. Yeah, 
agree. Not less love. Less love sucks. More love is great. Makes sense to me. Right. It makes sense to him. <laughs> it's become a love fest yeah. at the end of Scream. <laughs> love fest at the end of Scream. Because Dewey, Dewey for, it's for Wes. But anyway. For Wes. Uh, uh, for Wes. But, um, and this, for those that don't, Wes Craven died after the uh, 2011. Um, so this is kind of like a love letter to Wes. It is, yes, it is. Um, I, so, yeah. It was a good love letter, too. So, yeah. But, all right. We thank you for Mark and I with us here on the Mark and I Movie Podcast. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Uh, happy International Women's Month, if, if that's still happening. Good job. Congratulations, women. Thank you for doing oh stuff. God. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling. All right, but yeah. I don't want to get canceled. All right, have a good one. All right. Yeah. <laughs>